Hi everyone, welcome back to Unofficial Visits. I'm your host, Jeff Galoni. In today's episode, we talk with Gordon College alum, Chris Levitt. Chris talks to us about finding the right school and baseball program to meet his academic goal. He also talks to us about tough coaching, the importance of versatility, the challenges of playing at the college level, and being coachable. Stay tuned for Chris's journey, and thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode of Unofficial Visits. All right, we're here with Chris Levitt. Chris, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Coach. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Let's get right into it here. I'm going to take you back a little ways. Start thinking, reminiscing, if you will, about your high school career and kind of your journey from your freshman year of high school to senior year. You know, what sports did you play? What kind of classes were you taking? Um, That type of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So... I think back to my freshman year, uh, I played um, on the freshman baseball team and then I played uh, on the basketball, freshman basketball team. And I also did uh, soccer. And so those were like, those are my three sports my freshman year. And, uh, you know, those, uh, as far as like sports go throughout my four years, I was pretty, I was a mainstay in, in like in soccer and then baseball, of course, but I, I dropped basketball after the fresh, after my freshman year and focused more on like track and doing indoor track and sprints. Um, so, you know, those were the kind of the, the three or four different things that I did, but baseball and soccer were always a constant. And then for classes, um, I definitely like, I definitely put a lot into my classes. I took a, a lot of, I took 11 AP classes throughout my time at East Bridgewater and then wow. the rest were honors classes. So yeah, so that was definitely pretty intense, but I think it prepared me pretty well. Awesome. So give us that first, uh, you know, first memories of, of varsity. We can stick with baseball cool. here since that your journey ended up there. Yeah. Um, what kind of competition were you playing against? How competitive were your teams? Yeah. Um, I, so you know, fortunately, uh, I was able to kind of break onto the scene with the varsity team my sophomore year. And so I was, you know, mainly I was, you know, I played a few games on JV as part just to get more playing time. But I did end up getting into uh, a few games up at the varsity level. Um, and we were we were pretty good that year. I believe we went uh, 13 and five or 14 and five. We made the made the tournament, won a game. And, you know, we were on a good team. Uh, we had we had some seniors that went on to play college baseball. But um, I feel like as far as my junior and senior year, you know, we like I said, we had that core group of guys, uh, you know, Connor Gavin, Connor Sullivan, Ty, uh, Jake Pierce, Owen Harrington. And then we had some really good uh, young guys coming up like Mike and uh, Mike Corey. So, you know, we were pretty stacked. So, um you know, my senior year, we played Bridgewater Raynham. Uh, we were fifth in the state, and they were third in the state at the time. And we were vying for a potential Super 8 spot as a Division three team, which was, you know, kind of unheard of at that time. And I think, you know, probably still is. And so, you know, we were we were definitely really competitive, and we beat up on teams pretty bad. So that was that was great because it it drew a lot of drew a lot of attention for such a small town to some of our games, and we kind of played some high profile opponents. So you know, teams also came out for that. So, uh, like, scouts all, also came out for that. I remember uh, Merrimack, uh, UMass Amherst, um, 
Maine and BC were at a few of our games watching Connor uh, pitch. So just by extension of that, you got some exposure that way. So. Absolutely. For sure. So in, in your, you know, your personal journey here, when did you start thinking that you wanted to play at the next level? Yeah. Um, I remember wanting to play. I mean, I, I fell in love with baseball, you know, very early on at the age of five, probably, but it wasn't until, I mean, I, I definitely started to uh, realize that I wanted to play in college when I was 12 um, uh, in sixth grade, you know, when I was done with uh, kind of done with little league, kind of getting into the club baseball stage. And I really started to um, realize, Hey, you know, this is something I want to do as, and take it as far as I can. So that was, that was kind of the age I realized. All right. And then let's, uh, if you can remember back to the process yeah. about finding a school, um, looking at baseball programs and academics and all that. Um, what was that process like for you? How did you start it? Um, you know, when did you start it? For me, it's, I mean, I started looking at schools probably earlier than the average kind of person thinks about looking at schools. I mean, I remember I was in seventh grade and I started, I started kind of, I mean, I would go down to watch our family friend, Eddie Campbell, play at Virginia Tech. And that's kind of, I got a glimpse of what college baseball looked like. And I was like, oh, I, I want to do this, you know? So mm -hmm. um, for me, I think, you know, I started looking at school seventh or eighth grade, but it wasn't really until, you know, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, junior year where I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to come up with a list and kind of hone in on some schools that I think would fit me academically and um baseball wise and really kind of start like getting aggressive with emailing the coaches and getting my myself out there for like showcases and um also just the tournaments we played in throughout like my summer for my club team was you know a great way to get exposure as well sure what was there one avenue that you found was uh, maybe the most effective or a combination of any yeah i mean i think it definitely helped. I had a, I had a, uh, a club coach that I played for from the time I was 13 through 18. So I was definitely really close with him and he, you know, he prioritized grades. Like we would always have to show him our, our report card every time we got it. So like he knew just about everything he could possibly know about you and he was well connected. Um, so, you know, I think using your connections for sure definitely helps because, you know, they know what type of person you are best. They know, you know, your work ethic, all the intangibles that a college coach might not know. So using your connections definitely helped me. Um, but as far as like emailing goes, I, I, you know, I think definitely being persistent about the schools that you want to go to and emailing those coaches. I mean, honestly, I don't really think that, I mean, if it's your dream, like I, I, I was of the mindset, like I'm going to email as many coaches as I can at the schools that I want to go to. And I'm going to do it like, as often as I can without seeming annoying, you know, like, yeah. um, <laughs> so, uh, and I would, you know, always just like inquire about like, you know, if they had any showcases and honestly, like, you know, sometimes you don't hear anything back, but other times you actually get, you know, a coach that'll reach out and say like, Hey, you know, uh, come to this and, you know, we'll, we'll take a look at you. Um, and, you know, I thought I found that doing it on my own and kind of just taking the proactive approach from an early kind of early age, as far as my high school career went, definitely helped because had I waited, I feel like with my later physical development, I probably wouldn't have got 
gotten seen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So take us through the, uh, the school selection process here. You, you start whittling schools down. How many are you looking at? And what was, you know, the communication with those specific coaches once you have that, that list down a little bit? Yeah. Um, I think where it all kind of took off for me was uh, my, the winter of my sophomore year, I went to the Northeastern showcase and that was, I think if I could recommend anything to anybody, I would say go to the Northeastern showcase because there were like dozens upon dozens of college coaches there for multiple different schools. Um, And it was like, a very extensive showcase. So I got definitely a lot of exposure. And I remember just from that showcase alone, my sophomore and junior year, I got about, I got about like, I think eight coaches to reach out to me. And a lot of them were like business schools. So for me, it was tough because, and I think that was probably the toughest part of the process was like, I had a very set um, field that I wanted to go into. I wanted to go in medicine. So it was really hard for me to like find a school that was an academic fit and that also would let me major in that um, and still take me on as a baseball player. Um, so, I, you know, that was probably the most frustrating part. But I think like that, that specific showcase was great because it opened the door to a lot of conversations. Like I started talking to Merrimack, um, Marymount, Gordon, where I ended up, um, you know, Framingham State, Nichols, Suffolk. Um, and I, I, that was like more of the catapult for me. And then Bates kind of mm-hmm. came into play at the end. Um, and then George Washington was a player for, in Columbia for a little bit, but you know, and I did like a private workout with both of them, uh, where it was just like six players. I went to Franklin Pierce, but I, I started like kind of dialing it in on like the D3 schools because, um, and Merrimack was in the mix, but kind of more towards my junior year because I knew like, okay, you know, this is, if I'm going to, you know, be at a place where I'm going to study medicine, it's probably going to be pretty hard for me to play or have a shot to play at the division one level and still succeed in the classroom. So that's kind of where it, where it started to focus in for me was junior year. Awesome. And then you mentioned you ended up at Gordon, um, a good career there. So what put Gordon um, at the top of the list in the end? Yeah, I think for me, it was funny because I actually, I did my first visit there and I hated the school. (laughs) I I didn't want to go there at all. Um, But I knew it was a good academic fit for me. Like I knew um, it was a great kinesiology program, which I ended up doing kinesiology uh, pre-medicine concentration. So that right there was like kind of, okay, I know academically it's a great opportunity for me. And then uh, I did my, I did a official visit, um, a recruiting visit overnight with uh, the team. And that kind of, even after that, I was like, I don't know. And then oddly enough, you know, I was, I was talking with the, the head coach who I ended up playing for very frequently at that point. So that was, I was probably talking to him at least once a week. Um, and he, you know, point blank after my overnight was like, so do you want to come here? Like, do you want to commit and come here? And I was like, even going into the phone call, I had no idea what I was going to do. And then mm-hmm. when he asked me that, I was just like, yeah, sure. 
<laughs> um, so I, I remember walking into my house and my mom and dad were like, so how'd the phone call go? And I was like, oh, I'm going to Gordon. <laughs> so That's awesome. <laughs> so, so you make that decision, um, maybe a spur of the moment decision, whatever, it worked out. <laughs> um, you get to campus that, that your freshman fall, um, you know, What's it like then? What are the next steps academically, um, baseball-wise? Yeah. How soon do you get involved in that? Oh, yeah. I mean, baseball was – it was right from the start. Uh, first day, you know, first day on campus, it's move in. My coach, you know, came came to my dorm room. Uh, I, I was roomed with our freshman baseball player who, you know, ended up being one of my great friends, so that helped. But he came and visited us and was like, all right, there's like – you know, there's a captain's practice going on. Uh later today so you know one of the guys will be reaching out to you um and it just it took off like right away um and then we kind of got into our official fall schedule a couple weeks later so i mean as far as baseball goes you just hit the ground running pretty much you just got to be ready for it but academics i think like even with the you know a lot of the the rigorous courses i took in high school i don't really think anything can prepare you for your freshman year of college like you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that you you really kind of learn who you are as a student and what and how you need to study. So that was, you know, the first semester, like I did well, but it definitely it was definitely an adjustment from like a studying standpoint, because I mean, I always worked pretty hard in high school. But it's like in order to succeed in college and, you know, set yourself up well for grad school, at least in medicine. For me, it was, you know, it's a whole different ball game as far as studying goes. So I was pretty busy uh, when it came to academics. Yeah. All right. So thinking back, you know, and now you have, you know, a whole college career under your belt. What were the biggest differences from high school to college? You touched on the academics there a little bit. How about the baseball? What stood out to you as the biggest differences? I think for me, uh, the biggest difference was just how, how much of this, like, a toll the season takes on your body you know i i think Mm -hmm. in high school you're used to just playing such a short short sprint of games um you know it's what it's like you know maybe 20 games if you make it into the postseason and make it far um whereas in like college it's it's 40 games and it's um uh, 40 games in a very quick amount of time so your your body's being tested a lot and you're there are going to be days where you're just i mean you're just not feeling good like your body hurts and you got to just kind of find it in you to to perform um and so for me it's just like the amount of attention to detail and care that you have to put into keeping keeping yourself healthy um i remember like freshman year i was pushing myself so hard because i wanted to make a good impression obviously and it was so much to the point where like you know a little arm uh bother my arm was bothering me and it just kind of snowballed and I ended up straining my rotator cuff like literally a week before the season started so it was like things like that just you know how much you have to really care for your body and how much of a toll the season can take so that was the biggest surprise and biggest kind of adjustment yeah definitely that it is such a quick season once you get into that we'll call it spring um you, you know when you actually get into it you went in as a catcher, came out of high school as a catcher, went into Gordon as a catcher. What's that dynamic like when it's a pretty specific position and maybe only, you know, two, three, four guys on the team playing that position? What's that dynamic like as a catcher? Yeah, so honestly, I 
I didn't, and I know people do this. I didn't look at the roster um, before I committed to see like who was in front of me. Um, and had I done that, I actually would have known that there was a sophomore catcher when I was uh, when I was a freshman. There was two sophomore catchers when I was a freshman, actually, and then there was a um, a senior catcher. And I I definitely think that like you know, the club baseball that I played in the level of high school that I played, I was definitely from a position standpoint, very prepared. And I think that that definitely helped me. And, but the good thing was playing club. I, I didn't just catch like my, my coach emphasized playing us everywhere. So I definitely got a lot of infield work. I got a lot of outfield work. Um, so that was definitely advantageous because you know, if there was games where I wasn't going to be catching because you can't catch every game in college, that just would be, that would just beat you to a pulp if you did that. Physically. Mm-hmm. Um, there were games where like, okay, my coach was like, all right, we're not going to, we're not going to catch you, but we're going to play you at second or we're going to play you in the outfield. So I think I would definitely emphasize that to a lot of uh, players who think you need to like be good at just one position, like be good at every, be good at as many positions as you can be because it'll help you get in the lineup early and it'll help you get in the lineup often. Definitely some good advice. Versatility is, is huge, especially when you're playing yeah. 40 games in, you know, eight weeks. Yeah, so like dynamic uh, freshman year, like I would catch, I would catch uh, one game uh, and then I would uh, play second or play outfield in the second game of doubleheader. So that was definitely nice. Nice. So – Something you wish you knew going into the process looking back or something that might have surprised you or even just your your best piece of advice for somebody that's either going through this process or just starting the process? Yeah, I think uh, don't uh, – I mean, for me, I I think people get so uh, hung up on like, oh, I got to play Division One, I, I got to play Division One, that they kind of miss out on thinking about, oh, what's going to be the best fit for me? And so for – I would just suggest that like find a coach that believes in you, like truly believes in you as a player and find a school that you're, you think you could be happy at and just go for it. Because honestly, I mean, if you're going to play college, any college sport or college baseball in particular, like you're already, you're already in the top 1% of all baseball players in, in the, that exists. Right. So you're already pretty elite baseball player. Um, and there is a very good competition at all levels of, of college baseball. So I think just don't get so hung up on the division because I mean, you, you want to be able to play and I mean, odds are you're not going to play professionally. Right. So you want to make the most of your four years of playing college baseball and you want to do it at a school that's going to set you up for the future as far as academics go. So I think that would be the main thing. And then one other piece is like get used to tough coaching, you know, because I, in college the coach like that's that's his job that's his livelihood um and i feel like more more so today than than any other um kind of time period is like uh people don't take tough coaching well and that was one thing for me where like i had the benefit of playing for coach cronin obviously and then uh my coach who i played for for club for many years and he was very tough like tougher on me than any of my college coaches everywhere so you know, when you get yelled at and screamed at, or like they expect a ton out of you. Uh, I thought for me, it was like, I was prepared for that. Like it didn't, I didn't take it personally. Like I just, I just kind of put my head down and kept going, but 
I definitely noticed a difference in some of the players on my team who hadn't come from tough coaching. Um, they, they like, they melted, they shriveled sometimes when uh, they would get yelled at or um, get constructive criticism. So I think for me, it's just like, just get used to getting yelled at and get used to being, you know, get uh, tough situations because that's gonna, that's gonna mold you and, and make you a better, uh, better candidate to, because you're going to seem more coachable. Um, so, and that'll help you get in the lineup. No, definitely some good advice there for sure. Um, yeah, a couple good points there about, you know, it is, it is to a, to a point wins and losses for, um, that coach and you start demanding a little more from guys that you've invested yeah. in. So, um, all right. So give us the, uh, you know, where are you now? What, what'd you end up with your degree and what are you doing now? Yeah. So right now, um, well, at Gordon, I graduated uh, with a kinesiology degree and a concentration in health professions. So after that, I took a year and worked at a physical therapy clinic to get patient care hours for grad school. And then I applied to physician assistant school, which is a master's degree. And so I got into George Washington University. So I started that program up um, this past summer. And so that's been definitely, it was definitely, you know, the start of it was really intense and it's a pretty intense program. Um, so uh, that's, you know, been a lot, but, uh, you know, hopefully once I graduate, I'll, you know, be a uh, pediatric surgical PA. So that's the goal. A very nice goal there. And uh, for sure, somebody that's worked at, uh, put the academics at the forefront, man. That's, that's great to hear. Really appreciate you taking the time here, Chris, to talk yeah, to us and uh, sharing some some good advice. And hopefully, somebody listening can can take this and and run with it or formulate some questions in their journey for sure. So, really appreciate yeah, my you being pleasure, here, Coach. Thanks for having me. So much good info and advice there from Chris. Staying on top of your academics can really open a lot of doors when you're looking to play at the next level. Being coachable and willing to play multiple positions can also benefit you when playing time is hard to come by. Thanks again to Chris for joining us. As always, thanks for taking a listen. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. If you have a recruiting story to share, reach out to us on Twitter at uvisits, the letter U, visits. And we look forward to seeing you at our next unofficial visit.